This episode of, uh, what? How did I, well, I don't usually start that way. Hey, it's Monday, January 17th, and you're listening to a brand new episode of the Julian Dion Show with Jen Grant. On today's episode, I'm currently reading 12 Rules for Life, an Antidote to Chaos by Jordan B. Peterson, and the internet is pissed. So we get into that and talk about that a little bit. We talk about what we're watching. Inferno, Singles Inferno, Korea's hottest new uh, dating show, and a bunch of other stuff that we get into. It's a fun epi. We get through it, so get through it with us. Also reminding you that this episode is brought to you by CookieJar.com, spelled K-O-O-K-I-Jar.com. Cookie Jar. You put your weed in it. Head on over to CookieJar.com. And enter promo code JDSHOW for 15% off and free shipping anywhere in Canada. Do it. If you're into weed, if you're a weed person, uh, look no further for the highest quality accessories and storage solutions, cookiejar.com. Okay, enough of that. Enjoy this episode. We appreciate you. We love you. We'll see you Wednesday. The Julian Dion Show with Jen Grant. Two new episodes every week, Mondays and Wednesdays. And today's episode starts now. Nope. Why don't we do a take two? As, wait a minute, let's start again. Hello, hello. <laughs> Hi, this is Ron Vaudry. This is Alex Nussbaum. This is Jason Fraser. This is Matt O'Brien. Hey, this is Ray Zwicker. All right, world. My name is Cal Post. Guys, this is Christina Walkinshaw. This is Eddie Delisepi. This is Adrian Spencer. Uh, my name is Timo. And you're listening to the Julian Dion Camera. You're listening to the Julian Dion Comedy Hour podcast. <laughs> Who am I talking to? What am yeah. I doing? <laughs> Julian Dion Comedy Hour? You're listening to the... <laughs> Fuck some comedy <laughs> See, I took the word out comedy. Changes the meaning completely, doesn't it? Days in, not really. I'm overworking, but days in the holidays. Happy holidays. You're listening to the Julian Dion Comedy Hour podcast. Now broadcasting live and totally uncensored. Eh? <laughs> From Lemon Press Studio. In the beautiful Gatineau the Wills. Project. I was like half asleep on the couch and now I'm projecting. Hey everyone, this is Christian Potenza. This is Gay Trevor Wilson. This is Jean Paul, aka the Island Hipster, hashtag hipster business. This is Steph Tola. Hey, this is Jake Goldsby. This is Sky Wallace. Hey everybody, this is Erica Sigurdsson, aka Ricky Six. Okay, hello. Hi. This is Howard Wagman. Hey, this is Peter Anthony, the PA system. This is Matt O'Brien. Some people like to, that's my rap name. This is Jen Grant, and you're listening to the Julian Dion Comedy Hour Podcast. <laughs> Show You and me belong Just like the flowers Laughing all day long People I need to lose Sing a little song Then take a shower Julian Dion It's a, it's a show It's not an hour, it's a show It's Okay Such a beautiful waste of time. 
Check one. Oh. Yeah, no. Now I can. Weird. I did not change one thing. That's weird. <laughs> Welcome to the show, everybody. Coming at you with a brand new episode of the Julian Dion Show with Jen Grant. Live on a Monday morning. Bringing you, by the way, in case you're wondering, our new schedule, a few people have asked, is uh, new episodes twice a week on Mondays and Wednesday. We do broadcast live from Lemon Press Studios in the beautiful Gatineau Hills. Hi, hi, hi. Okay, on bu- YouTube and Twitch. Huh? I'm, I'm buying new headphones. Yeah, those headphones are a donkey donk. <laughs> I mean, it's I crazy. I keep forgetting. Sigata. <laughs> but that's one thing I never forget. Maybe Sigata. they weren't plugged in. That's why you couldn't hear me off the top. Any hoozle? Yeah. Yes, a unique property of this podcast, as you know, is that we do broadcast live and direct. One take Tony and Tina, they call us. Straight to tape. Unedited. So you can take part, you can live leave comments on YouTube, Twitch, or Facebook. Jenny G will read them. Sure and, will. Um, otherwise, we are available on all major podcast platforms, namely Apple Podcasts and Spotify. If you are listening a lot on Apple Podcasts, we ask that you kindly leave a review. It does help us quite a bit. How does it help us, you ask? Well, very simple. It just... Uh, broadens our audience. The more people comment and review it, the algorithm are such algorithms is it, that it uh, shares us with more people. So, hope you had a good weekend. It's snowing here in uh, beautiful Wakefield. That's that's too loud. Turn it down. There, 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 there we go. Hi, Jenny. Hi. Hi. I'm starving. I'm st- I just ate and I'm starving and and jittery again. So I'm going to have this coconut water. You know what it is. Yeah, the coffee. <laughs> Obviously. Did you have one or two? Uh, one and a half. <laughs> Halfway through. I feel like that doesn't count. Halfway through, I gave myself a hot wrapper. Gordy, relax. Sit down. Gordy. Yeah. Can I eat that? Yeah, I'll vamp while you eat that. I don't want to I don't want to eat in the mic. It's gross. He'll well, just he'll know. He won't. <laughs> he will not. <laughs> I know, but... I'm surprised you can't eat um, a full piece of toast. No, I can, like in general. I just, I was busy uh, setting up for the show. All right. So I had stuff to do, and... Uh, oh, my goodness, here we are. Today mm-hmm. my uh, my messages are blowing up, my social media. I went and did... Yeah, are you reading a new book or something? I made a mistake. Uh-oh. Sharing... <laughs> sharing... Hold on, my cans are a little loud. Yes, I got, uh, <clears throat> a couple years ago, I got Jordan Peterson's 12 Rules for Life, and Antidote to Chaos, the audiobook, and I got through like a chapter and a half, and it's a really heavy slash heady read, so I thought I better get the book, so time passed, and um, uh, got the book uh, this week, you got it for me, and so I'm reading, I'm reading, I, I do, when I read... I think I'm dumber than I like to think because when I read, I read really slow. 
So what I have to, and I don't, it doesn't absorb. And if I just listen to an audiobook, it's often in one ear, out the other. So what I do is both, just let, just let them be. It's all good. Because otherwise, we, um, I'm going to end up doing this alone. Please so don't. when I find, uh, so what I, if I just listen to the audiobook, I drift and stuff. So what I do <laughs> is I read the actual hardcover and listen to the audiobook at the same time. So I'm, I'm like absorbing it through my ears and my eyes. And it also makes me read faster. I set the speed to about 1.4 times faster than the, the, the normal speed because people read their audiobooks really slow. Uh, it's like, okay, not that slow. Mm-hmm. So I speed it up a bit and it makes me... Uh, just just leave him. No, I know. I know, but he's making my leg itch because he's oh. got his whiskeys on me. <laughs> and uh, so anyway, <clears throat> so I'm reading this book, 12 Rules for Life. And and, and by the way, I, I, I don't care where you stand on anything. I just like, you know, he's a very controversial figure and and uh, and very polarizing. Right. And whether you agree with him or not, I just wanted to read the book because I was curious because I've read nothing but uh, positive reviews about the book. Okay, I don't care about the lectures or his interviews or or like his stance on social issues or political even like this book has nothing political in it or or socially. It's just like or social issues. It's just 12 rules. I just I'm curious because. This book has helped millions of people. You read the reviews, and not just white incels. Um, You know, it's it's uh, helped people from all walks of life, Uh, uh, men, women, and and children. Probably not children, Mm. but uh, women as well. How did you first hear about it? Uh, I don't know. I can't remember. Just one of those things. Yeah, I've been aware of this book for a few years. I I wanted to read it just because, again, and recently I've been reading more reviews. Something popped up and people were saying how this book has changed their lives, right? So I'm like, okay, if this book has changed so many people's lives, I just want to read it because I'm curious. Mm -hmm. Why can't I read things if I'm curious about something? Just like, you know. Just like an atheist can read the Bible, it doesn't make you religious, you know, if uh, you can read anything you want, it doesn't uh, all of a sudden change your identity or your beliefs or anything, I just want to read, and you should, by the way, be able to read anything on both sides, uh, uh, you know, to form an opinion on things, and, you know, if you put your head in the sand and only read things you agree with, I mean, how is that better? Mm. So... But I'm finding it a hard, like a heavy read, like I said. Even with the audiobook and the physical book, I'm having to reread a lot. Because uh, he's very smart. And, and so, <clears throat> and again, I'm realizing that maybe I'm not as smart <laughs> as I thought. So I thought... Humbling. Yeah, it is. So yesterday I'm like, okay, maybe I, I wanted to post on social media just to see like who else is reading or, or who else has read this book just to literally just discuss it. So I can understand it better in layman's terms or whatever. A, a person that's great with that is Theo Vaughn. He's had uh, Jordan Peterson on his podcast twice. Very popular comedian and podcaster uh, from the States, Theo Vaughn. And he's really good at interviewing him because he puts it in terms that uh, someone like me can can understand. So I'm like, I took a picture of the cover of the book and I just wanted to put it out there like, hey, anyone read this? I'm just in the early chapters and so far so good. I like it. And I thought about it for a sec. I'm like, okay, do I, do I post this? Because you know, will this cause yeah. open people up to, a can? Yeah, like uh, you know, I, I don't know. So I actually thought about it. I'm like, well, my intentions are genuine, and are literally just 
I, I just want to discuss the book with people that have read it so mm-hmm. I can clarify things and put th- and so I can wrap my head around this book that has apparently changed the lives of millions of people. Like so many people uh, comment like, oh, this book has changed my life. I owe everything to this guy. And again, not just white, cis, gender, uh, fucking incels or whatever. Just mm-hmm. like people of all walks from, from all sorts, all nations. I mean, the book sold over 5 million copies or something like that. So I mean, so I'm like, okay, well, I just want to understand it better. So I put it out there. Well, holy shit. As the internet often does, it quickly devolved into a dumpster fire of back and forth and and, uh, fighting. Which, by the way, for the record, I do not fight online. I refuse to engage in any any fighting. Because here's the thing. On the internet, you're not going to change anybody's uh, position or stance on anything. People are just going to plant their feet firmer no matter what. And it's not worth it. It's really not worth the energy... It gets emotional quick. People attack, and it's just like then you just feel shitty, and you go, "Why did I do that?" Yeah. And I used to, I used to get into these little fights on social media. I think I talked about it last year. Um, uh, uh, I was, ta- I, I got into it with somebody just like innocently, and then they started attacking my YouTube channel, going like, "Imagine being a comedian since 2006 and only having this amount of followers," and I'm like, "How? What was that?" <laughs> relevant to anything we're talking about so i'm like you know what it's it always devolves to personal attacks and it gets emotional real Mm. quick and it's just not worth it because you are not going to change anybody's mind you're just not not Mm -hmm. on the internet because on the internet everything is a micro performance each post each comment is a little performance look at me this is what i think and um it's a performance so people know they're being watched, so they're often not going to change their stance on anything if they're being watched. Case in point, the fact that it is a a performance, whether people acknowledge it or not. The first comment was a friend of mine who was like, look, you can read what you want, but he's problematic for these reasons and listed all these articles about things that Jordan Peterson has said that are controversial and that uh, are quote-unquote problematic. So I'm like, okay, all good. Uh, you know, but yeah, I, I know I can read what I want. Thank you for the permission. But so I just said, thanks, bro, because I, I don't want to fight. You don't want to go there. No, I don't want to. And everybody has an opinion and I, and I respect everybody's opinion. We, we can, we can have different, opi- here's, here's a thought. We can have different <laughs> opinions and still be friends. Right. But a lot of people nowadays don't think so. If we have different opinions, we cannot be friends. So, uh, so my buddy commented and all good. So I said, thanks, bro. So he sent me a private message being like, hey, man, thanks for that reply. I didn't mean to start a cause shit. I just, you know, he's problematic for these reasons. And and so just don't drink the Kool-Aid too much if you read his thing, whatever. So, which, again, all good. But it hit me. I'm like, that's proving my point that everything's a performance. Because why not post that in the comments? Why privately message me saying, hey, um, you know, thanks for, you know, of, um." replying like that like and i said all good man and i said i love you so it's like but why can't that be in the comments why is that in the private message right. but in the comment it's all these 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 things or does, vice versa does he think that it'll show weakness or something in his stance well i don't know it's but it's because it's everything's a performance yes you're probably right but like or why not send me a private message with the initial thing right. being like hey you can read all these things but here's why i don't like the the part you can read what you want it's like of course that's a goes without saying i know so so but 
and again, he, he he's a friend, and and I and I like the guy and everything. I always will, no matter what. But and, words are powerful, right? You gotta like, you really do have to think about it before you write something. Like, I feel like a lot of what happens in those those comment because that ended up turning into a huge fight between two people that probably don't know each other. Yeah. Within your post, it and then I I can bet you looking at the times, I can bet that. And, uh, and listen, I say this because I've done stuff like this before. You need to take a breath before you write something. And you've actually helped me with that because I can get emotional about reactions. Like if I'm upset, I just want to, nah, I just want to write something right away. When you do that, you end up looking irrational. It's emotional filter yeah. debate. You have to remove, properly debate. You have to remove all emotion. I understand it's emotional and people are, you know. I have uh, some comments. Yeah, to just add a, just a minute. I'm just going to finish my point. But I'm letting you know that I have some comments. This is really uh, so creating some. But like my point is, okay, so why not send me a private message going, "Hey, man, this guy's problematic. Here's why," and then we could have talked. But instead, it's half comments and half private messages. What you want people to see is a mini performances in the comments and be, being nice and stuff is in the private message. I'm like, this is this is the internet in a nutshell, right? Mm-hmm. And what's crazy is that people, I know people have seen me post this thing last night and gone, huh, Julian's a right wing nut. I never knew that. Like, I, <laughs> I know some people and it has nothing to do with politics or, or my personal beliefs or politics. I genuinely just wanted to read the book because it. Mm-hmm. A book on how to live with meaning and 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 add add uh, you know va- value to your life and all this. It's like a book that has changed the lives of millions. And again, not just incels. No, Gordy, get, get, get. go and lie down. Kit, that's like around so, the equipment is not. Uh, so, anyway. um, what are the, what's the name of the book again? Twelve Rules for Life: An Antidote to Chaos. I think and then he, he has another he, book. I think he should write the thirteenth rule. Yeah. Don't post stuff on Facebook. Oh my God, Facebook is just <laughs> and, and so my comment section. I was waiting section, so long to do that little <laughs> little little anecdote. I'm not going to call it a joke. My comment but. section on that post has devolved into trans rights and and quite literally hate speech. I'm like, oh my God, what, what's? I just wanted to talk to people that have read the book so I can elaborate and have things explained to me in layman's terms that I don't understand. That was literally just my point, and people. So many people, and I posted it on Instagram too on my story, uh, and and people, I can't tell you how many messages that I've I received that were like, this is not okay, do better, Julian. I'm like, really? <gasps> no. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, this has nothing to do with my politics or my stance on social issues, and which, by the way, the people that send me that, we, we probably agree on everything. And it's just like, I can't read a book. Like, that's, that's oh, where also, we're at. Also, how do those people form their opinions, right? Nobody that, uh, that by the way, had those strong opinions read the book, yeah. first of all. Not one person exactly. that says... Uh, but you know what? I have to say, this, this brings up a good point. Now, it made me think of it because of something that I think PM wrote here, which I really like. I thought he made a good point. He's watching... PM is watching live right now um, uh, on YouTube. And he said, Jordan is personally a piece of shit, but his work at this time was okay. That's what people forget. There's nothing in this book about trans people or Justin Trudeau. And that, and that is a good point, right? Because can you separate, can you separate the two things? Like, here's an example that came to mind when he wrote this. 
uh, when PM wrote this good comment. Louis C.K., yep. excellent comedian. Always liked him as a comic, but now that I know how he's behaved, can I separate the two? Now, that is that is slightly different. A majorly but, different, I would say, actually. I'll tell you why, but go ahead. No, 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 but it's an example of can you separate... Like, if Jordan Peterson wrote this book and the 12 rules for life, if he wrote those two thi- if he wrote that book, what okay, he did write that book and it had nothing to do with trans people or Justin Trudeau or any other opinions. Is that like, can people separate that? Like if that was a brilliant piece of work that had nothing to do with offending anybody, but then that author came out and said something that you disagree with. Does that completely discredit his first work? Like, and you don't have to even go on the Louis C.K. thing. It just made me think of that. No, but here's the difference between like, okay, Louis C.K. sexually assaulted people. Jordan Peterson has a view, has views that people disagree with. No, no, no. Okay, he, he's, but he's a married man. No, he's no. a father. Like, okay, he, like he don't he, go down that road. <laughs> then just talk about what I was saying about J- Jordan Peterson writing that book. No, but you're making a good point about separating somebody's work and their personality or their personal lives. Okay, well, what if what if uh, Louis C.K. just said how he feels about? But he didn't able that, to. That, no, no, no. But well, let's just say. Well, forget that example then, because... No, but I, it, it is a valid example because people commented on the thing going, I can't separate his work from his um, his personal views, which that's fine if you can't. For example, if Bill Cosby wrote a book, I would not be able to separate the work from the artist because he's a rapist. He's a serial rapist. He drugged and raped women. That, that's Jordan Peterson has views that are controversial that people don't agree with, to my knowledge, he hasn't physically done anything or assaulted people or harmed people physically or whatever. He's got strong opinions. And look, a lot of stuff I actually don't agree with, but I just wanted to read the book to see. What, but it's what- interesting because it does open up a whole can of worms. Like if you are in a position where a lot of people are listening to you and you have the power of your speech, even influencing people, what about that? Even though he's not actually doing anything, if he's inspiring people to feel a certain way about a segregated or marginalized group, is that like, even if he's not doing anything, what if he's influencing a group to that would do something bad or negative? You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I understand. But it's like, I'm sure he's not, I, control, I'm not saying he's trying to do that. You can't control how everybody's going to interpret your work and who, who's going to That's true. latch onto it. That's I mean, true. When your talk, when when your work is, uh, when your audience is millions of people, you're gonna have the wrong kind of people that like your work for the wrong reasons. Mm-hmm. Look at Dave Chappelle. That's why he left the Chappelle Show years ago and left fifty million dollars on the table because he started noticing that people were laughing at the wrong things. Right. Right. So he would do this this bit on you know. Uh, the blind white supremacist and people would be like, oh man, they would laugh at the wrong thing and you realized, oh shit. And that's why he stopped. I've had jokes like that where people don't get it right. Exactly. So you can't control what everybody's going to, how people will interpret your work and what kind of person will will be attracted to your work. True, and I feel like... Go ahead. No, 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 go. Well, because how about all the, the good people that are attracted to his work and that have been affected positively by his work? What about all those people? Absolutely. Are, are those discounted? Why do the to the shitty few um, represent or all of a sudden... It, it's like, 
Okay, some some alt-right people like his work, but some left-leaning people like his work too. Why all of a sudden are the few uh, right people, leaning people, the majority of... of, Why is that? Do you know what I'm trying to say? Yes. Yeah. Anyway, but that's just the world we live in. It's like a lot of people didn't read his book, but because they read or heard that he's alt-right, and he's not even, he he admits that he's like... um, uh, temperamentally he's liberal on a lot of things but but people don't want to hear that they they're like no he's on that side and he's a crazy nut it's also, like did you read the work no i didn't but he's a psychotic and you shouldn't and also it's, it's like yeah you're you're reading it's a lot easier to read somebody else's opinion about him that you think your opinions are aligned with versus reading this thick book that's this big right yeah it's like, it's, it's a big book it's yeah over 400 pages and it's unbelievable how many people that are like generalizing is awful. People generalize generalizations are terrible. Oh, you read that book? Oh, you're a right wing guy. Yeah. And it's like, yeah. what do you mean? I'm just reading a book. It has nothing to do with anything. Po- and and look, there's nothing political in this book so far. I don't care what he thinks or where he stands politically. It doesn't affect. I I, I don't care. I can <clears throat> separate the work from from um, personally. Like he's anti-vax. I'm not anti-vax, but it's like. I can still who is Jordan? Yes. Oh. I can still read his Jordan. his book, Jordan. Does he still only eat steak and No, I don't think so. He got ill and Well, yeah. <laughs> so What was he doing for a while though? Tell just everyone. Just eating beef, salt and water. Ew. It was an elimination diet. So <clears throat> Apparently yucky. it had healed the heal like uh, got rid of a bunch of um um ailments that he had, but anyway, that that's beside no, the point. No, it's just but, interesting. He's he's it is also interesting why some people get so much attention too. Like I know he wrote the book and I know but it's interesting how he why are is everyone caring so much about what this one guy thinks too? I'm just so sick of the internet and fighting for like people just it that did you hear that point though? Yeah. Why, why does he why is he so well known? Why is he well known? Yeah. Just as a thinker. In today's day and age, like how many people are, you know what I mean? That well, well, known he became for- f- because of his opposition of Bill C sixteen. That that was what really thrust him into the limelight. He got into some political controversy <clears throat> in twenty sixteen, and uh, and uh, his talks. He's always been posting his talks. He was a psychology professor at Harvard and then the University of Toronto, and he started posting his his lectures on YouTube, and then more and more people um, um, hmm. started watching his uh, lectures and then he was opposing Bill C-16 and then uh, he was on CBC Radio one time and talking about how happiness is not the ultimate goal in, in life or whatever and then this literary agent liked what she heard and said, have you ever considered writing a book? And then he wrote hmm. uh, 12 Rules for Life because he had already, he had 40 some rules that he had come up with and they're just essays and they're all like, they're pretty like like straightforward kind of rules to live a more meaningful life and but people are so mad like people that know me are like mad i'm like oh do you gosh. not know me like i'm just getting messages like have you researched this guy have you heard have you uh, ever heard about him on the news before are you are you for real right now like this is not okay do better i'm like are you are you guys insane I'm just, I just literally want to talk about... You should just copy and paste. Thanks, bro. Yeah. And again, I'm not going to fight online. I just refuse. It's just complete waste of time. 
because you're not going to change anybody's views on anything. But mm-hmm. anyway, um, so it's 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 like people that peg Joe Rogan as an alt right or or a far right crazy wing nut, and he's not even a right wing. It's like it's just like I don't know. We just live in a very confusing time where people just sure. latch on to sound bites and their team whatever my team is no matter what the other side says they're wrong and this obsession with being right and these mini performances online and it's just like <laughs> holy shit it's exhausting and then i'm like uh do i delete the post because some comments are way uh, out of left field and and again like hateful so i'm like do i delete the post and i'm like no i'm gonna leave it because People I can, think pe- you should leave yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. People can make their own conclusions and they can debate and whatever. I'm not going to delete also, any comments. I'm not going to delete the post. I'm going to leave it up there. If you deleted it, people would be like, okay, good. Yeah, I got him. Got him. It's like, no. <laughs> I, Gordy, get out of there. Oh, my gosh. Get out of there. He's so crafty. Crawling. On, I'm just going to give him the piece of toast. Okay. Okay, there. Yeah. Go. Go. Okay, so here's some comments. Uh, Marcel says he's watching live on Facebook. That's exactly why I didn't comment on your post. I've also realized that as much as I want to debate on Facebook, it also always makes me feel worse afterwards. Worse every time. It takes a lot of discipline on my end as I want to, but I try to bite my tongue. PM says, I had fun reading this and participating in it a little bit. I guess PM must have commented. Yeah. He was yeah. watching on uh, YouTube. I mean, I also enjoy reading the comments, but I'm not going to engage. I right. just like seeing what people are doing. But it's like, I, I had some people unfriend me and unfollow me on Instagram because I'm reading a book. That's the world we live in where people go, people that know me will go, fuck this guy. He's reading this book. He's an alt-right. He's on their team now. Wow. I didn't know this about Julian. He's on their team. He's a right-wing nut. It's like, what? I'm going to be honest. I did reconsider marrying you. (laughs) Um, Patrick says uh, he's watching live on Facebook. He says, you get it. You just get it. Not everyone reads these books going into it with your attitude. You're evidently super smart. Think thing is these books tend to prey on the weak but you aren't weak even if one is weak they should still be able to read it we have to stop canceling people slash authors with different opinions that's the thing and like you should be able to read uh, there's no more toast he's looking you're so predictable and transparent but we have to be able to read um everything and anything mm-hmm. i mean why not Mm-hmm. That that's how you you become a well-rounded individual by reading the works of people you disagree with. I mean, if you're just gonna bear, because that's also the world world we live in. We live in a world of echo chambers. You unfollow people you don't like or disagree with you. You unfriend people that 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 provoke you. So now you have just friends on Facebook that think exactly the same way you think. So you post something, and all you get is yeah, yeah, people agree with you. So you're just it's an echo chamber of of like-minded people. Well, how True. is that in developing anything? How are you going to grow and even know what the other side is talking about? If True. there are two sides, if if we're going to divide people, like mm-hmm. because it is divided, so let's just go with that. There are mm-hmm. two teams. Mm-hmm. Why not consume everything the the opposing team puts out there, yeah. just so you can have a grasp on what it is that's out there. Right. And again, this is this book has nothing to do with which team or side. There's nothing political about this book. Or on social issues. It's literally just a book about uh, uh, rules and guides, guidelines to live a more meaningful life. That's it. Yep. That's the book. 
And yeah. I just wanted to discuss that with people that I've read it so that I can understand it better because it is complicate, a complex and, and heady. So anyway. Right. Wendy is watching live on YouTube and she says, like JK Rowling and her trans opinion, should she be canceled? I don't know her opinion. A lot of people think she should be canceled, but it's like... What's her opinion? I can't remember exactly. Uh, that, that only a woman can have... Uh, babies or something or that only women can menstruate or whatever mm-hmm. or or to be a woman you have to menstruate i can't remember what exactly something it is like i don't that. want to butcher but it's something like that where pe- people and that's another thing it's like if you don't agree with everything you're an enemy like jk rowling could you know sh- sh- I, don't, I don't know enough but you know and it's like okay you can you can agree with she could you could be a person that agrees with most of something, but if you disagree with one part, it's like no, you're you're an enemy. You gotta agree with all of it. This is really annoying. This this oh, no. dog. Ouchie, ouchie, ouchie. He's what got happened? like a very sharp twig on, stuck to his ear. <laughs> um, Patrick says he's not anti-vax. He's anti-vax government mandates. Two different. Oh, things. okay. See, I see. I don't know. I I just I know that. Yes. Okay. Right. I've I've I just saw a couple things that he he's like angry at the government and and. And you know, that's fine too. Like you, you can be Gordy. Yeah. Here, pass me the plate so he sees nothing's yeah, on there's it. Nothing on here. There's nothing on. All right. Yeah. So he's anti-government uh, mandate, uh, the government mandating the, the vaccine, which I agree with that too. So it's like, anyway. Hey, I have uh, some levity to add to this. Go ahead. Because we have. Uh, oh, is that yeah. time? All right, time now. Where is it? Matt Murdock, OOTD Review. Here we go. That's the outfit of the day review. So Matt says, I love the camouflage jumpsuit this morning. Jumpsuit. <laughs> it's, not, it's just a shirt. <laughs> you are doing full G.I. Joe in the snow. <laughs> Why camo, though? You are one dog tag away from Charlie Sheen in the movie Platoon. <laughs> This is the shit I love. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, This has been Matt Murdoch's OOTD Review. I saved Matt's outfit uh, review of the day. Why do I outfit? What is it? OOT? Outfit? Of the day. Of the day. Oh, okay. There's no review in that. Outfit. uh, I love his outfit, his reviews all the time of your outfits because um, they're always entertaining. And I love his... I can just picture him saying it too, which makes it funnier. And yeah. it adds that levity that it we sure need does. today, right? Yeah. Anyway, so I'm going to read the book. I'm probably going to like it. And I will um, leave my opinion on uh, social media when I'm done. And if anybody that's read the book wants to discuss it, feel free to message me or comment. And uh, otherwise, I mean, if people are willing to <laughs> change their opinions about me because of a fucking book I'm reading... I mean that's just the world we live in, but and and it's sad. But I mean, I'm still. I'm uh, anyway. Yeah, it's really opened my eyes to like how people just plant their feet and like just the littlest thing they go. Whoop! This is who you are now, and we cannot be friends. It's like all right, if if that's all it took, I guess we can't. So there, you do your thing. Mm-hmm. 
We uh, yesterday we watched uh, part of it. We were recommended. By the way, I, we encourage this anytime. If 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 there are any TV shows out there that you uh, want us to watch and give an opinion on, please message the um, the Julian Dion show with Jen Grant Facebook page or our Instagram page. By the way, go like our Insta uh, Instagram page at JD Show and our um, follow. Yeah, f- follow and uh, like the Instagram or the Facebook page. We've got great content on there. <clears throat> Our producer, Jordan, always uh, puts out uh, funny clips. I feel like we should have Jordan on the show. I was thinking that. I was thinking that, too. I was thinking she should be... We should have her on Zoom, like audio only, so that she can just chime in whenever. I love that. And and even to interview her and talk about what yeah. she does. But I, I, I think love, she should be... And that, too. Yeah, yeah for both. sure. But I think she should just always be on standby. I love that. And just like... You know, sometimes she won't say anything at all during an episode, but other times either just laugh or because when I listen to I um, to shows where they have a producer, either podcasts or talk radio on uh, Sirius XM or whatever, the producers are always mic'd. And uh, what a great idea! They, they Let's can do just that. Ch- they can just chime in whenever. I would love that. It just adds another layer of things. So if- and you know what's handy too is sometimes <clears throat> when we're like, "What is that thing?" and then she can help us. Yeah, out. look it up right yeah. away. So, Jordan, if you're watching now, um, yeah, we'd love to. Uh, so what we do is just have her audio only on Zoom. Just I love with, like, that. Her headset sitting at home on, on her phone. And then anytime she can just um, pop in and see I something. love that. I think that's a really good idea. But yeah, she does uh, phenomenal social media work. So and good. she puts together clips and uh, always so funny and, and really good. So go check out our Instagram and our uh, Facebook page and, and like and follow. So what was the point of all that though? Hmm. Oh yeah. So we uh, had a, a, a suggestion from um, a loyal uh, listener, Steph in Moncton, New Brunswick, who uh, wanted us to watch Singles Inferno on Netflix, which is the which is a South Korean show, uh, and we watched half of an episode yesterday. Steph, we will watch more. I'm definitely going to watch more. It's so funny and it's so different than an American so, show. Yeah, it's like so innocent. So it's Korean. So of course that that thing right off the off the top is like, do you watch it with subtitles or do you watch it dubbed? And I think I'm dumber uh, because I watch it dubbed always. Like the purists will watch it in Korean, but with English subtitles. Because I guess when they translate and dub it, certain things get lost in translation. Mm. Because I think it's the name of the show in Korea is uh, Singles Hell. Because, but they call it Inferno because it's like um, there's the singles Inferno and then they can't discuss their age or their professions and they're on a deserted island. And then through a series of challenges or whatever, they can get, they can go to singles paradise. So I think through translation, it's, I think it's supposed to be singles hell, but it's like the hottest inferno. And it's so funny. The, um, do we have any more comments on that, by the way, before we move on? No. Okay. So, uh, and it's so funny and innocent. So like compared to like an American. And less flashy. It is. Like it's very, um. Like um, minimal, like you bare bones. Yeah, you, yeah, bare bones is the word I'm looking for. And it looks like it's not as high budget. Like they show up and on um, like too hot to handle, for instance, which mm. is very similar. It's more fancy. Like the resort is really elaborate, and it looks like they don't have a lot of money for the show compared to. Well, I think Hollywood. that's the point because it is a deserted island. 
Like it's so they have to like it's like Survivor meets yeah, but it still the Bachelor looks, it still looks low budgety. I find yeah. Well, American uh, production is like incomparable. You can't like everything is uh, mm-hmm. subpar to American television and movies. Very true. Very uh, even true. Canadian shows like uh, Canada's Got Talent or whatever. You watch it, you're like, was this filmed in a shed? <laughs> like, uh, <laughs> I, I found that like even the the hosts that were commenting on the different people, they were like, um, instead of it being like, oh my god, he's so hot, and like it, it was less vulgar. It was like, it was more like, I it's so proper. Like, I think that she will do very well because she is very charming. And she has a pale complexion, and lots of men enjoy that. They Instead go, of like, ooh, I'm hot. Ugh. Like it's like you feel like you watch S- you watch uh, Too Hot to Handle. You feel like you're going to get an STD from watching it. By the way, Too Hot to Handle season three coming out on Wednesday. Why didn't you laugh at the fact that uh, you could get an STD but from watching it? Oops. Uh, uh, uh. Uh, but you're watching um, Single Inferno and you're like, oh my God, they're probably never going to have sex in their lives ever. Like it looks like, like you can't imagine them having sex. It's like they're just these innocent little, I don't know. And I think certain things get... Pure humans. Yeah. And I think things get, like again, the translation. There's one guy that's like jacked and he's got like a nice face i think he was like the first one so they all come out one by one the contestants and they sit <clears throat> in this like half circle thing on this deserted island and one by one the the uh the contestants are introduced and the first guy is like this jacked guy and and they're like oh oh his face is very docile but his physique quite aggressive <laughs> that's what they said docile face aggressive physique and aggressive physique and hilarious. also i think I think we should start bowing in the Western world. There's something about bow. They're it's all bowing, nice. and it's like, yeah, it is nice. And uh, but but they're also shy. So the first guy comes out. He sits there and he's waiting for the other contestants. And then another guy comes and sits and like, oh, hello, hello. And they they bow and whatever. And then the first girl, the first woman contestant, comes out and she sits between them. And it's just silence. They're not saying anything. They're so nervous. Whereas in the States, if it was an American show, they'd be like, right away, the two guys would be hitting on her. Like, hey, what's going on? Are you from? Oh, that's fire. No way. And it's shit. You go to school. Yeah, 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 yeah. I got you. I got-. It would be like this bro-y, like, right away trying to hook up. Like, tr- yeah. right away. But instead, they're just sitting there in complete silence. And then, like, hello. And then he goes, do you need a cushion? And he just gives I know, a cushion. Cute. And then when they're when they're describing, pe- so the producers must have told them like, okay, so just talk. And when people are are coming, just comment on them. So they're just sitting there quietly, and you see the next contestant off in the distance walking, and they're like, oh, look at his strides. I can see he has charisma. Yeah, long yeah. strides. Oh wow. And then this one guy, it's a big thing because he has a beard. Like. Oh and barely God. look look at his beard yeah it's like a five o'clock shadow it's like you know i'm like that's not a beard anyway it's um so so far it's uh entertaining we only got through half of an epi because we're watching uh what's that show we're watching stay close uh yeah, something st- like that is good stay close on netflix it's a british uh it's very good i love british shows it's a british limited series british limited series are always a home run 
They're almost always good shows in general. Your phone is blowing yeah, up. Yeah, it's probably Jordan Peterson comments. Oh, yeah. Do better, Dion. Or like messages instead of having to, yeah. So anyway, um, yeah, we are going to watch it. It is right up our alley. We didn't. Uh, I didn't have a ton of time yesterday, so. Um, but thanks, Steph, for watching. Feel free. By the way, again, I'm going to reiterate. Send us suggestions on uh, trashy or funny or cringy TV shows that we can watch. And, Anything and, in general. Yeah, because it's fun. Because then it's like for us, we go, we sit down with a note, notepad, and go. Well, we're, we're working right now, and we're yeah. watching. Wendy's watching on YouTube right now, and she says, "I realized you guys have undue influence when I found myself watching Catfish this morning." Uh. <laughs> That is also a great show. Yeah, it is good. I mean... It is good. She said the poor people have so much hope and then the betrayal. I know. I know. And there's also these uh, all these types. come on, they're gullible. Like, I do feel bad for them, but that's insane. Well, it's hope. People have hope. And they're lonely, I guess. They're lonely and they're hopeful. Yeah. I mean, I'm just shocked that anybody would believe that stuff. But maybe that's why the show is good. Yeah. To make you realize. But then people still, even if you watch that show... They would say it's kind of like that abused um, spouse syndrome where they're like that. He, you don't know them like I do. You know what I mean? Like, I know that happens where people get catfished, but this is different. Yeah. 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 Steph uh, is uh, watching live on YouTube. She says someone told me that Korean culture would not less them to be. Oh, not let them be too intense. They would be ostracized forever. Oh, yeah. 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 Could be. Oh, and that's another thing. The four hosts, they're like sitting there like, ah, watching. And uh, they go, they go, (laughs) one of the lines that made me laugh, they go, this does not look like a Korean show. It looks like a Michigan show. (laughs) Michigan? Yeah. Why Michigan? Like the, oh, you know, the Mecca of show business, Detroit. Not, oh, the show or the person? What? I thought it was like an actor from Michigan or something like that. It was the show they were saying? I'm confused. Like when they said it's like a show from Michigan, or did yeah, they the show. say, "Oh, they, I they thought said, it was they said one this, of the uh, one of the guys coming down"? No, no, they, okay. they said this show. It's like so uh, flashy. It doesn't look like a Korean show. It looks like a Michigan show, like Michigan. Hmm. Like <laughs> anyway, it was pretty. Steph funny. said uh, couldn't get through. Stay close. She was hiding out for sixteen years, ten minutes down the road. Yeah, I know. It, it there are some that is a little weird things that I are thought that too not believable. Yeah, I know. Yeah, Cassie's been like. I know, I know. Cassie. That's kind of a weird thing. She's just been hiding forever. Nobody's ever seen her well, in 17 years. She did dye years. her hair. Just kidding. Yeah, I know. That's the, that's the one thing. She had long hair. Now her hair is short. So, yeah, it I mean, was blonde long before. You can't yeah. blame them for not recognizing her. That is true. That is a, a suspended... You that have is to suspend. strange. Why do they do that? I don't know. But it is otherwise good. Mm-hmm. And we watched Afterlife. Oh, uh, start, from start to finish. Ricky Gervais is unbelievable. He's a... Yeah. F- genius he is the fact that he wrote that by himself and directed that that's the whole time it's taking me out of out of it because i'm like i can't believe you wrote this himself like Mm -hmm. it's such a good show hey we should do the daily dose i've got a self-tape audition to do in a little bit so geez we're just plowing through i think again i'm not going to get through all these topics but uh, we'll see tomorrow let me just see uh, ai chat apps again i don't think so because it's already quarter two yeah i unfortunately have to uh I hate when I have something right after, but I've got to submit this by noon, so... That's okay. You know why? Because I'm intermittent fasting and I get to eat at 11, so I don't mind. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Starving. What was that? (laughs)
Daily Dose, Daily Dose, get the news from coast to coast. Daily Dose, Daily Dose, all your news from coast to all coast. All the news and the headlines from Jen Grant. Here's your Daily Dose for Monday, January 17th. That is very uncomfortable to listen to. At it. Okay, so I uh, th- found this story interesting. There's one product that really took a hit during the pandemic. Can you guess what it is? Rollerblades. Actually, I'll give you three guesses. No. Throw pillows. <laughs> no. Brown rice. No. Random. I don't know. I'm just Condoms. Oh, really? Yeah, sales dropped by 40% over the past two years. They say anxiety and stress about the pandemic uh, was a major factor in the limping sales and deflating levels of sexual activity. (coughs) That was a joke. No, it wasn't limping sales. I was thinking limp dick, you know? (laughs) And deflating. Limping sales would be like limping, like, ouch. (laughs) (laughs) Somebody still has brain fog. Hey. That was a cute joke. Limping, but, but limping is like when limp you have like dick, a. Though. Yeah, I know, but limping. Yeah, but sales? it doesn't sound like strong sales. Like there's something wrong with the sales. They're limp. They're limping. Yeah. Okay. Whatever. Jeez. The company. How about flaccid sales. Eh. Yeah, it's all right. Limping is something else, though. It's like when the dog's limping, you don't go, "What's wrong with his dick?" Maybe not, but there's something wrong with the dog. So what if the sales are limping? There's something wrong with the sales. Hmm. <laughs> Bit of a stretch. The, the company uh, called Carex Burhad, which is one of the major condom making companies, uh, had in fact suffered sales so badly that they switched to making rubber gloves and other personal protective you pivot. equipment. So you're yeah. the pivot. Yeah. And if, uh, if you are out of condoms, just cut one of those fingers off the rubber gloves and there you go. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, let's see here. Um, I was reading a little bit about how there's, um, not tons, but there are, you know, a good amount of false positives that happen on the rapid test. Did you know that? I knew there were false negatives and false positive. Yes. But I, th- I thought false positives were more rare than the more false rare, but they still happen. So, mm. um, so I sent you a video but oh, okay. it might be kind of hard because it's like a, it is it's a news. It's one of those news stories. Those are not no good. But you fast forwarded last time. Yeah. To, I thought you'd find it interesting, but okay. there was this car drive. Don't worry about it. There was a car driving on the Rideau River. So there's oh, yeah. a news report saying, don't take risks on frozen bodies of water. Because you know how I was nervous on that pond in New Brunswick, walking on it? Somebody oh put God. their car but you were irrationally nervous. I know. The water's literally, without exaggerating, three inches deep. Three inches. And you're like, oh, I don't know. <laughs> like, and I how see deep the bo- was the water? I just said three inches. Oh, I thought you meant the ice was three inches. No, the water. Yeah. Like, literally, the water was this, <laughs> with this deep. <laughs> anyway, there was a car driving on it, and it did crash into the water in the Rideau River. Oh, really? Yeah. It went through? And some people got in their kayak to rescue the people, and Oof. the driver is actually safe. That person's very lucky. Where did you send me uh, this? Email. Well. Don't worry about it. All right. So somebody did a story about the most in-demand... Oh, you put it in the subject line. Oh, whoops. Most in-demand skills for Canadian job seekers. Can you guess some of those? Most in-demand skills? Yep. 
um, um, uh, or jobs like wood, wood whittling. I don't know. I can't. Wood whittling. Customer service reps are the top, top, top. Because think about it, people are having a hard time getting work uh, employees, right? Mm-hmm. Are you still going to show it? I don't know. Oh. You want me to? That doesn't matter. It's kind of interesting. I thought you'd like it. Okay, let me see. I don't know. Another um, few uh, uh, job skills that Canadian job seekers will, like, that'll be sought out. Okay, so watch this. Are you got it? Yeah. Oh, okay, the car is through the water, yeah. No, but in the beginning, you see it drive by. Oh, really? Oh, see? yeah. See, look at that. Like, why would you do that? That's crazy. Hmm. Anyway, somebody was actually able to save them on a kayak. That person's really lucky that they were actually able to do that. Yeah, that's dumb. Idiots. Anyway, so customer service reps, salespeople, scheduling specialists, budgeting and accounting, cleaning specialists, repair and maintenance workers, project management, quality control specialists, and admin assistants are going to be in high demand. Can you repeat that? Really? Yeah. Customer service reps. Go ahead. Sales people. Go ahead. Scheduling specialists, budgeting and accounting, cleaning specialists, repair and maintenance workers, project management, quality control specialists, and admin assistants. Cleaning specialists? Mm-hmm. Janitorial? Why don't they just say that? I know. Cleaners. Um, this is a, cr- a funny story. Um, not really funny, but like, no, I shouldn't say it's funny. I shouldn't say it's funny because that's not right. But it's, it just goes to show you how long we've been in this pandemic and how it's making people crazy. Too long. So if, uh, if you're not in, uh, living Quebec, uh, SAQ is the name of the liquor stores here. And an SAQ cashier was suspended after punching a customer in the head multiple times. Why did they punch him in the head? Okay, so a 57-year-old customer was in line waiting, and the clerk was maskless. Okay, so picture he's waiting in line, and he sees this this cashier has no mask on, mm-hmm. and the cashier is going on and on about how um, he thinks everything's bogus and how it's stupid, and that the pandemic is a the a cashier farce. is saying yeah, this. Yeah, well, geez. And I then mean, the and hell. then um, also is going on and on about how. His girlfriend is unvaccinated and bragging about that, and then he's mocking the measures and everything that ha- that the well, government yeah, is that mandating. Well, that employee deserves. To, I mean, what are you Wait, doing? Wait, just listen to this. So then the cat, the person in line, asks to be served by the other cashier because he doesn't want to be served by this guy who's saying all this stuff. And then the the second cashier declined him. Said no. I'm not going to serve you. You have to go to him. Well, both those employees need to be I know, let go. but I it mean, goes to fuck? show you how you can see why um, customer service reps are in high demand, right? Because there's why would you shit, refu- oh shit service. Like, side note, I'm in um, Moncton. I go, we went shopping for you. I don't know if I ever told you this. Maybe not. It's hilarious. Go ahead. So we're in um, a, a male's, male uh, men's clothing store and we're looking for something. Your mom wants to buy you something. And um, what did he say exactly? So I'm looking at this shirt and I go, well, this is a nice shirt. He goes, that's ugly as hell. The sales <laughs> oh, yeah, rep. You did tell me that. Yeah. The sales rep said that. I kind of like people when they're honest like that. Yeah, I, I know. know. No, but it's insulting to me because I liked it. I'm like, oh, this is no. pretty nice. He goes, that's ugly as oh, hell. Yeah, yeah, First yeah. of all, you work for the company <laughs> and you're insulting me. I like it. So you're like, 
you must be a complete piece of shit if you like this sweater. And I'm he's supposed to be representing these products. You, and there's a way of saying it. You could say, oh, really? Like, I think that's okay. But how about this? Like, that's all right. But I don't know. But why that's ugly as hell? Like, it's like that old uh, SNL sketch with Will Ferrell where he's... Uh, the store manager he's got this impossibly small phone and he just insults everybody that comes <laughs> yeah, in yeah yeah <laughs> um so yeah so anyway so this guy asks to be served by the other uh cashier the other cashier declines him which is why <laughs> so the cashier then the second cashier calls the supervisor who sided with the employees no the supervisor actually sided with the employees. There's got to be missing part of the so story. So then the or customer something. gets very upset because he's on the employee's phone talking to the supervisor, slams the phone down and leaves the store because he was very upset. So the employee follows him to the door and punched him three times in the head and actually had his knee on the customer's head. The customer said he legit thought he was going to die. He actually thought he was going to die. He filed charges and he's yeah, hoping. Yeah, good. Yeah, and he's hoping Fuck that. Him. Yeah. Now the SAQ is conducting an investigation. Good. They, the supervisor and those two employees should be fired. Unless well, unless there's a missing part of the story. Where the 39 year old. Where, where the, the, empl- the uh, customer was Jordan Peterson. <laughs> the 39 year old employee was suspended indefinitely, but why not fired? Well, because they, they, I think they have unions, those things, and you can't just uh, fire. They have to uh, suspend with pay and then they investigate and then they fire. Right. And uh, anyway, so I thought that was a crazy story. Oh and and uh, there was uh, in the news story, they interviewed a psychologist who was like, obviously, the pandemic is getting to everyone and um, we all need to just like try to calm down. But this is what's happening. Like people are, it really people is. are going to go completely mad and crazy. Like that for sure would not have happened if we weren't in a pandemic. I, I, I'm. It's affecting me. Like I thought it was before, <laughs> but now it actually is. I've I've been pretty good the whole time. Like whatever they told me, I was like, yeah, all right, we'll do it. Two weeks to flatten the curve. Now I'm like, this is all shit. I'm. I can't do it anymore. Yeah, I understand. I'm, I'm uh, well, we got here last Sunday from New Brunswick, and I, for the first time, left the house on Saturday. A week. I've been a week inside. <laughs> I mean, I just can't. Yeah, like that's not healthy. No. No. Um, so. Go ahead. Let's see here. So that's a daily dose for today, right. but I have some comments. Daily dose. Uh-huh. Daily dose. Get the news from coast to coast. Daily dose. Daily dose. All your news from coast to All coast. All the news and headlines from Jim Grand. So, oh, your hair smells fresh. Did you wash it? No, oh. I haven't washed it in a while, actually. <laughs> okay. Um, so, Jerry Dion. Are you familiar with Jerry? Jerry Dog. I think, oh, I, Jer-dog. think I know that guy. Polar Dip 2022, he said, put your car heater on and go for a drive on a frozen pond. <laughs> oh, yeah. I have I was looking this weekend along the Gadno River for places to go in. I would love to do a Polar Dip, but it's too, um, there's no, no, no safe place I'm to go in. I'm glad you're not doing it. But I, I went down by the covered bridge and you know where you step down on that rock? Usually the water's way up and mm. someone did put, put a hole through. That would be safe right there. On this side, like right at the right at the bottom of the stairs. I'd prefer you to not do that. I don't care. 
Ah. Well, we're partners. Okay. I know, but Wendy is watching on YouTube. She said uh, she's scared to watch Ricky's Afterlife because she knows she's gonna cry. It's very depressing, but it's funny. It's a dark comedy. Like he's it's so very funny. Good. It's like worth it. You it's get a it. you get a you get at least like one belly laugh per episode, and yeah. but it's you also cry. And it's also so good that it's worth it. Like, I don't like disturbing, violent things. But, like, for instance, I love Ozark. And it's worth it to watch the show. Because those other parts, you kind of... you. I don't know. I, I can I can look uh, the other way, you know? Yes! Literally, literally look the other way. That's awesome! Wendy also says that she's happy to see our brain fog has lifted. You literally look the other way? Like, if the TV's in front... I do. You, 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 I actually do. Oh. You know I do. Mm. I do. Mm. That's why I said literally, because mm. I actually don't watch the show when it's violent. Right. Uh, Jordan also says, Jordan um, uh, Grant, not Jordan Peterson. Jordan, <laughs> Wouldn't that be cool if Jordan Peterson was watching live? Yep. Jordan Grant is watching live on on Facebook, and she is our... First and last name. Wow. Oh, yeah, why not? Sure. Yeah, she's. I'm promoting her business, too, because mm-hmm. she's our social media guru. If you, uh, Jordan, I don't know if you were here earlier on the show, but we want, we were talking about having you on the show. We would love that, just to talk to you about what you do, and also just to have you, we'll talk about it later. we got some plans. Yeah. But she says it's major affecting her as well, the yeah, pandemic. It's... She said it's hard to leave the house if you have nowhere to go. Yeah. L- LOL. Like, I'm... I'm uh... My mental health is greatly affected now these days. I did pretty good for 19, 20 months of this, but now coming up on two years, I'm like, um, uh, it's yeah. affecting me. Hey, hey, quick, quick, before you go, okay? I have a question for Jordan. She said, Ozark is so good. We're watching it now before season four comes out this week. Did you, I, I suggested that to Jules, but you feel like you've watched it too recently to rewatch yeah, I don't wanna, it. Yeah, I don't want to rewatch it. Do you? You can fe- no, I understand, but I want to know from Jordan, do you feel like it's feels like it's too soon? Like, do you feel... Let me know. Text me. And uh, while we wait for that response... Or let write, me, uh, write the comment, yeah. Go ahead, sir. This episode of The Julian Dion Show with Jen Grant is brought to you once again by... Oh, this is kind of happy. There we go. Let's get out of this pandemic funk with a little bit of a... This is called Petticoats and Milkshakes. Petticoats, Petticoats, Petticoats and Milkshakes. Here we go. This episode <laughs> of the Julian Dion Show with Jen Grant is brought to you by CookieJar.com. That's right. Go. No, I don't like this for an ad. It's too... It's too fast. Well, it's weird. Yeah. I should have picked a song before. Hold on. Hold on. The... Um, there it is. Here, let's do this. Street Slam. All right. Okay. This is. Ah uh, uh, no. Ah, uh, I should have picked a. Okay, this this here we go. This is a two minute song. We'll get through it in two minutes. So this episode of the Julian Dion Show with Jen Grant is once again brought to you by Cookie Jar. Dot com spelled K-O-O-K-I jar.com. Cookiejar.com. You put your weed in it. That's right. Head on over to cookiejar.com for a wide selection of high quality custom cannabis storage solutions and accessories. They sent us some stuff here. Let me show you. This stuff, this quality is second to none. I cannot describe it enough. Uh, and you can't know until you put your hands on it. But go to cookiejar.com and check it out. This is the lockable smell proof 
pouch and accessory kit. It. it comes with a lockable and smell-proof pouch. Nobody can get in there. Nobody can smell what's happening in there. It comes with a bud pod where you can throw one gram of dried flour in there. Throw that in your pocket. It's a metal smell-proof container. It comes with one and a quarter inch hemp uh, uh, rolling papers and filters. This again, the quality is just unbelievable. It comes with a credit card size grinder. It's like a cheese grater, but for your weed. You get it? The cookie jar grinder. You can also get uh, the four-piece grinders, your more classic kind of uh, things. This is the the dube tube. It's uh, smell-proof and Love waterproof. It. You throw a dube in there. Again, this is all metal. This is the, the highest quality. Uh, really unbelievable stuff. Cookiejar.com. They sell. Also, their big seller are these jars to store your weed in it. Each jar has a five-time magnifying lens on the, on the lid, so you can really look at your flower. It comes with humidity packs, quality, uh, so it really uh, will keep your flower fresh. All sorts of accessories and containers and storage solutions. Head on over to cookiejar.com. Enter promo code JDSHOW for 15% off and free shipping anywhere in Canada. JDSHOW.com or JDSHOW, 15% off, free shipping. Cookiejar.com. You put your weed in it. Love it. Oh, look at that. Yeah. Nice timing. Do head on over. I'm telling you, it's the quality of this stuff. Just go browse. If you're a cannabis user, just go to Cookie Jar, K-O-O-K-I, K-O-O-K-I. No E. There's just Cookie Jar, K-O-O-K-I jar.com. And uh, look at all the products and accessories. You'll you'll love it. Order some stuff. Uh, there's some kits. There's some just individual products. And again, Promo code JD Show will get you 15% off and free shipping anywhere in Canada. So go on over and check it out. So thanks Love to those it. fine folks. And there are great people too that, that run that company. It's Canadian based. Uh, if you smoke weed, you should for sure get it. Absolutely. And uh, that's that. Uh, we got to go. I got to do this self tape. Uh, Good luck. Break a leg. In by one or uh, noon. Love thanks, it. Jenny. Mm-hmm. So thank you very much, everybody. And uh, take care of one another. Be kind to one another. Yes. And and also remember that, hey, here's a notion that's rare in 2022. You can disagree with people on everything and still be friends. In fact, okay? it makes the world go round. It does. Uh, so be kind to one another. It's, uh, you know, it life is short. It would be boring if we all thought the same. Absolutely. Uh, life is it's just not worth it. Fighting on social media. What is the point? There is no point. Yeah, you're just agreed. wasting your time. You're embarrassing yourself a lot of the time, and it's just not worth it. I know you think you're changing the world and you're gonna change somebody's mind. You won't. You won't. So just um, be kind. Choose love above all. Take care of each other, Jenny. I love you. I love you. We'll see you Wednesday. Coming at you, brand new episodes twice a week. The Julian Dion Show with Jen Grant Mondays and Wednesdays. Subscribe on all your favorite podcast platforms and on YouTube and Facebook. We'll see you on Wednesday morning. And until then, watch your head. You already got such a beautiful waste of time. Waste of time. A beautiful waste of time. It's just a waste of time.
of time a piece of my head but they all get a piece of my mind instead I roll over and go back to bed it's such a beautiful waste of time a waste of time 